The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is August 30th, 2016. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. It's all about customer care and saving you money on your monthly transaction fees. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV, State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. Well, great. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Just a quick review of last week's show. We had this replay because it's very, very important. We can't forget about the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel, one of the few nonprofit veteran organizations that have been chosen for inclusion on the Department of Veterans Affairs private online system nationwide. They need your help with funding which goes in the production of the first five pilot shows of a cooking show that can actually save lives. This is the first of its kind cooking show with two of the top military chefs that are going to present recipes for mental and physical health. Be sure to go to the vspchannel.com to learn more. Also go to their Facebook page and like them. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, you're always one to find some news, and this one, uh, hopefully our guests know about it. It's, the VA is now providing service dog benefits to veterans. Is that correct? Yes, Gary. There has been a recent announcement by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs that it is piloting a protocol to implement uh, veterinary health benefits for mobility service dogs approved for ver- veterans with a chronic impairment that substantially limits mobility associated with mental health disorders. Now, uh, the secretary, unsecretary for health, Dr. David J. Shulkin, stated, we take our responsibility for the care and safety of veterans very seriously. The Department of Veterans Affairs is committed to providing appropriate, safe, and effective, compassionate care to all veterans. Implementing the veterinary health benefit for mobility service dogs approved for veterans with a chronic impairment that substantially limits mobility associated with mental health disorders may prove to be significantly beneficial for some veterans. The service dog program, uh, the pilot, will evaluate this premise and it's scheduled to start very soon, Gary. That's great. That's great. Now, it seems like the VA is coming up with uh, new ways to help, which is uh, fantastic. It's a good time to, um, you know, support them. And, uh, again, you know, there's a lot of vets out there that are not signed up with the VA. It's important that you do. Uh, you know, when I run across vets and they sh- show me their choice card and they go, hey, i got coverage. <laughs> you have to be signed up with the VA. And, of course, it's a procedure you have to follow. I had to follow it myself a couple times, and it's well worth, uh, well worth uh, uh, the, the benefit of um, that, uh, that service. Okay. Now, we do have uh, some pretty uh, cool guests today. And everybody loves uh, service dogs. And, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce both guests? They're kind of short bios on them. Well, uh, Gary, as you've mentioned, we have two distinguished uh, 
uh, individuals as our guests here today, uh, Wells B. Jones and Ken Kirsch. Uh, Wells is the Chief Executive Officer, Guide Dog Foundation, and America's Vet Dogs. Wells has more than 35 years' experience in national and regional not-for-profit management. Since 1989, Wells has served as Chief Executive Officer for the Guide Dog Foundation for the Blind Incorporated and 2006 as the Chief Executive Officer of America's Vet Dogs. From the agency Smithtown, New York headquarters, Jones has implemented innovative development and program strategies that have been both organizations experiencing tremendous growth in both charitable revenue generated and numbers of individuals served, whether they are blind, visibly impaired, or have disabilities other than blindness. Now, Ken Kirsch, Ken is the director of Service Dog Training, Guide Dog Foundation, and America's Vet Dogs. Ken started his career in training uh, in the U.S. Army as a military police war dog handler. Ken went on to train and work narcotic detection dogs, explosive detector dogs, and was assigned to the United States Secret Service with duty on President Jimmy Carter's staff and later for President Ronald Reagan's staff in the District of Columbia. Ken performed more than 770 missions throughout the world as an explosive detective dog handler with duty in Egypt, Honduras, Germany, East Germany, and all NATO countries, that's the North Atlantic Treaty Organization countries, Korea. Ken was assigned to cover General Crosby Saint, the Supreme Allied Commander of Armed Forces Europe at Checkpoint Charlie the day the wall came down. A big welcome to both of our guests. Welcome to the American Heroes Network, Wellesley yes. Jones and Ken Curse. Yes, welcome. Thank you. Uh, this is Wells. Uh, it's certainly our great pleasure to be here. This is Ken Kirsch. I appreciate the opportunity to speak on your program. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Mr. Jones, why don't you tell us how the American Vet Dogs got started? Well, uh, America's Vet Dogs is uh, this, a sister organization to the Guide Dog Foundation for the Blind. So briefly, the Guide Dog Foundation is celebrating its 70th anniversary this year, and it came into existence in 1946, right after World War II, and one of the big motivating factors was to provide guide dogs free of charge to veterans returning from World War II. And, of course, that was a different kind of warfare and different kinds of injuries than what are experienced today. So fast forward to 2003, uh, this organization made uh, two big decisions. One is to provide service dogs in addition to guide dogs. So guide dogs, of course, serve people who are blind or visually impaired. Service dogs uh, can fill a number of roles. One is to serve those with physical disabilities, provide balance and support, retrieval, things of that nature. Uh, these days, they're also assisting veterans with 
PTSD as a primary diagnosis, and we do a number of special tasks, train our dogs to do special tasks that assist those folks, and we think support their rehabilitation and enable them to reintegrate into society very well. So our goal then was to serve veterans, and we've had a tremendous number of requests, have served uh, hundreds of individual veterans with guide service and hearing dogs uh, that help to mitigate their disabilities. We've also provided combat operational stress control dogs to the military and uh, trained eight dogs to each of whom did multiple deployments to work with combat stress teams in theater in Iraq and Afghanistan. And we have provided very specialized facility dogs to work in military and VA hospitals to assist therapists working in those environments. So imagine a dog, for example, that assists in rehabilitation. So a veteran learning to work with leg prosthetics can use the dog for balance, and it's a, a very human and, and more motivating way sometimes than using the other equipment that's available there. And similarly, a, a dog assisting in uh, a veteran with an arm prosthetic uh, by playing what seems like tug of war, but the dog can do a mild or a medium or a hard pull to work with them in that way. But Again, the primary thing that we do is providing these dogs for individual veterans. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we can continue on with the next question, but it will take us into break, so why don't we go ahead and take that break early. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Wells and Ken, with America's Vet Dogs. And um, as far as your organization, do you work with other organizations? You are national, correct? We are national, yes, okay. indeed. Do you work with, and because we had on the air, uh, Bill, if I'm correct on the name, it's the Columbian, it's the Columbia House of Columbia Lighthouse, Lighthouse for the Blind, indeed. Right, in the of exactly. Have you worked with them also? 
Well, not not that particular lighthouse, but we do work with a number of uh, organizations serving the blind across the country, and uh, uh, just as we work with the VA primarily and military hospitals in terms of referrals for those needing service dogs. Okay, that's pretty cool. Now, as far as uh, uh, an applicant, what is an applicant's requirements in order to uh, uh, get a guide dog or service dog? So for us, what, uh, what we're looking for is we're looking for veterans who have served their country honorably, mm-hmm. and they have to have a, a disability that is, um, is uh, supported by medical, medical documentation. One of the nice things about uh, the Guide Dog Foundation, America's Vet Dogs, is we are not an era-specific organization. Uh, we started a new service dog class this morning, and there's veterans on there from Vietnam, the Cold War, uh, OIF, OEF, um, and uh, all the all the uh, oper- operations and conflicts in between. So besides doing guide dogs, service dogs, hearing dogs, seizure response dogs, PTSD dogs, our veterans that, that apply for us can also have um, a combination of disabilities. So we have the ability to train and place guide service dogs, hearing guide dogs, um, seizure hearing dogs. So um, the disability itself doesn't really necessarily concern us that much um, because we have the ability to custom train dogs for any type of disability that's out there that, that veterans may come up with. And we also have programs that are very specific to uh, uh, war eras, as Wells had uh, had talked about a little bit earlier. You know, each conflict has a, its own little gift that uh, that we that our veterans come back with, such as TBI, PTSD, that type of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the application process can money. Sure. So the application process is they they can simply call, uh, contact us here at the Guide Dog Foundation, or they can go online and they can uh, just click just click on Apply Now, and um, they fill out an application. Um, there's a supporting documents from their doctor, and that starts the process rolling. Um, and then the 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 applicant gets um, their medical their medical documentation and sends it in with their application, and then our, our review committee looks at the, each application, uh, the DD Form 214, and if it's a veteran, and uh, the supporting documents with the, with, from the physicians, we make our decision and to uh, go forward and what type of dog that we'll train in place for them. How do you work with first responders as far as information? The, uh, I mean, the exact same way. We, uh, obviously, they don't um, have a DD Form 214, but they supply correct. us where they were a first responder, whether it was an, EM, an EMT, uh, a, fire, uh, a fireman, a, a police officer, and um, they, just support, they just supply us with the support, uh, supporting documents of where they served. Mm-hmm. Bill? Uh, Ken and, and, and Wells, uh, as we air right now, I'm on your very comprehensive website, and I got to tell you, uh, it uh, it really covers the waterfront. So, you guys are to be commended for for this outstanding website that you have. But uh, my 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 question to you uh, to start off with is to. Tell our listening audience uh, what uh, uh, is a an ideal training environment for a service dog. Well, for us, I think we have a, an extremely unique and successful program where our puppies we breed and uh, all of our own dogs here at the Guide Dog Foundation and America's Vet Dogs. And then for the service dog side of the house, all of, all of our puppies at eight weeks of age are placed with inmate puppy raisers uh, in prisons um, from uh, Massachusetts all the way to Florida. We, uh, along with the, with the prisons themselves, the wardens, we hand select inmates that are uh, eligible for um, an honor, such as raising a, a foster puppy in, this, in the prison system. And we have trainers and handlers and we have supervisors that go in and work with these inmates uh, every week. 
And, um, and they teach the dogs all of the basic obedience skills. They teach them all of their socialization skills. And they also teach them all of the foundation work of service dogs, which is retrieving, tugging, pulling, and bracing. And, um, the, and then the dogs go home on the weekends with uh, weekend puppy raisers, and they go home on Fridays. They come back on Sunday nights or Monday mornings, and then they go back with the, with the inmates. And we find that this is uh, an extremely, extremely successful way to raise uh, a potential service dog that uh, is taught all of our obedience commands, all of our foundation commands, and we've also found a way to get the dog out in public and socialize the dog. And one of the unique things with our with our our inmate uh, population is that we try to hire um, veterans who are incarcerated that are our puppy raisers. So it's always veterans giving back to veterans because a tremendous amount of a course of our veterans are end up incarcerated, and this is a way for them to give back. Wow. You know, Ken, uh, uh, about a year ago we had an organization on it. They were out of, from your area also. It was called Puppies Behind Bars. Um, sure. Are you aware of them? Uh, sure I am. Actually, uh, I'll, be going to visiting, I'll be going and visiting them in October. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you have to get these organizations working together. I'll tell you, that's um, uh, that's all it's going to do is help more vets and family members. Indeed. So tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, the campus in Smithtown. It sounds pretty pretty unique. Uh, tell us a little bit more about them. Well, this is uh, a 10-acre campus, and it uh, the most veterans who come to us, come to the campus to receive their dogs. We also do do placements. Uh, we do guide dog placements uh, at VA centers, and uh, we certainly do home training in some instances for guide service and hearing dogs uh, if uh, that's a better way to train an individual veteran. A lot of this is all about customizing the program for them. But here on the campus, we have breeding facilities where we breed the dogs to maximize the traits that are appropriate. And we're look, it, it's a scientific process. We're looking back at least five generations on our breeding stock to make sure we're doing the best thing we can for the veterans we serve. And then uh, we've got kennel facilities that support our efforts here. We have training facilities both indoor and outdoor for service dogs. You do a lot of the training indoors. For guide dogs, as you can imagine, uh, you do a lot of the training outdoors uh, so that uh, they can experience Roadways. We've got mock city blocks here on the campus so they can train both the dogs and students here on the campus to begin with. There's a student residence where veterans come to stay for the two-week period uh, that they're training. And um, so we have... Uh, 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 a dining facility and some recreational facilities for them to utilize as well. And, of course, some office space for various folks. There's even some houses at the edge of the campus because we are in the Northeast and uh, have the occasional snowstorm or other reason where it's difficult for some of the staff to get in. So we have uh, a few staff members who lease houses from the foundation, which is a benefit because we've got people here on the campus 24 hours a day. So that's the, the capsule summary of, of the campus. Wow. You know, I, I also noticed that you have uh, formally trained chefs. Is that for the animals or is that for? <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's a wonderful benefit. We have a, uh, a chef who uh, uh, 
this works much better for his lifestyle than working in a restaurant somewhere with all the strange hours that can come from that. And uh, all of our veterans would like to take him home yeah. at the end of class to, to yeah. keep preparing the, their food. I can, I can add that uh, the student residents are all single rooms <laughs> with their own bathrooms. And uh, when the... The, uh, the veterans come in for class. I think a lot of them think they're going on Tank Hill and they're going to be in an old wooden barracks. And, uh, and then when, and eating sea rations. And then when the chef prepares his first chicken marsalis, it's, uh, it's uh, very happy veterans, I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, that's what I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show about the uh, Veterans uh, Suicide Prevention Channel having uh, these two military top chefs. In fact, one of them is uh, uh, trained at Fort Bliss for a number of years also, uh, uh, Andre, who is uh, the master chef at the White House, which he retired just recently. And uh, they are going to uh, actually combine recipes that will... Um, help with diabetes, uh, arthritis, uh, PTSD, and uh, uh, once we get a once we get a, a recipe book started with them, uh, we'll definitely have to get your chef involved. <laughs> well, absolutely. We we do a lot of special diets based on people's various needs. Uh, many people lose vision because of diabetes, of course, but, uh, you know, we have a, a lot of people who need special diets, and our chef does take good care of them in that regard. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll tell you I'm what. Bit- Did someone say something? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, Ken mentioned uh, before, we serve veterans of all eras, Uh and it's turned out to be this wonderful experience because when veterans come here, they feel very safe. they um, sometimes there are issues it's hard to talk to family about. They even feel uncomfortable talking at the VA and so forth. And they open up to each other. And despite the fact we can have veterans from World War II and from those who were injured in the last year or two in the current conflicts, they still have the shared experience of military service and they so value being together here and it's uh, it's something we didn't anticipate when we were putting the program together and we're very gratified that they appreciate that experience so much. Yes. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. How time flies, huh? Last week, <laughs> last week we had a chance. To, I had a chance to meet Freddie Owens. He's the president for Vet to Vet of Tennessee. A great guy, and Freddie, I want to say thanks for your help last week. Also, his organization is really bringing out and bringing these veterans together. And uh, again, it's the Vietnam era uh, sections uh, for his. Uh, organization and you want to go there and you have to learn more about him in fact they're having a uh, this coming Saturday of the third they're having a sixth annual and I hope I get this right it's all initials V13 ion ION the suicide prevention bike rally and they're expecting around 2,000 people Chuck Chuck Lambert is the host of this event and he's worked very hard to make everyone aware of suicide prevention in honor of his son Chubbs uh, Chubbs Lambert. To learn more, go to the Vet to Vet Tennessee. That's TNVHC.org. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
for those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Ken Ann Wells, with America's Vet Dogs. Um, why don't you tell us more about the Guide Dog Foundation, how it works uh, along with uh, America's Vet Dogs? Certainly. Uh, the, the two organizations we refer to as sister organizations, and uh, they, they work together very cooperatively. And uh, one thing I want to mention at the, the beginning is that um, a donor who makes an, a contribution to either organization can expect and be assured that their funds are spent the way they want them to. A contribution going to America's Vet Dog serves military veterans and first responders. A uh, contribution to the Guide Dog Foundation similarly uh, serves a more generalized population. The major difference between the two organizations is who they serve, the fact that uh, Vet Dogs has that specific audience that they work with, with the military and veterans and first responders. Um, it's a benefit to both organizations because they consolidate the breeding programs, the kennel, our training expertise. We're able to do dogs that can serve multiple disabilities, like Ken was talking about, the possibility of assisting a person who's blind but is in a wheelchair and uh, uh, to serve uh, a veteran who has a hearing disability but also needs a service dog to support them. So that's a plus as well, and it allows us to, to be more efficient. And another facet of this is that dogs, like people, have different talents and different abilities and different personalities. So a particular dog may be more appropriate as a guide dog for the blind. Another may be more appropriate as a service dog. Uh, for a person with physical disabilities, and we have the opportunity to match those dogs with the job they're most appropriate for. Bill? Well, uh, Ken and and Wells, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, contributions, and I, 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 again, looking on, on the website here, and I think you guys are to be congratulated for the recognition that you have received from Charity Navigator, who, uh, you know, is the watchdog in terms of contributions coming in the charitable organizations. And, uh, you know, from my following of this, uh, more specifically, uh, charitable contributions that come in that uh, end up in the veterans' community and that uh, that uh, the ratio to administrative costs to getting the... Uh, the contribution in the great majority back to where it's intended for. I think it's uh, re- remarkable, and I see where you guys ha- have been identified as a three-star charity. So if you would, uh, talk to us a little bit about that and how you were able to, to bring about that balance. Well, I think it's the commitment uh, to 
be respectful of the contributions we receive. Uh, we're also pleased, in addition to Charity Navigator, uh, we meet all standards of the Better Business Bureau, um, and uh, you know we're. We believe that a charitable organization should be transparent and should do all it can to maximize what it can accomplish uh, with the charitable contributions we receive. And for this organization, our two organizations, it's all donor dollars that make this possible. There are not governmental funding streams that help us accomplish what we do. And uh, sometimes people are very surprised that that's the case uh, for veterans, but it is absolutely the case. They do. Uh, there are not governmental funding streams to provide assistance dogs for veterans. Uh, Ken, if, how do you, if I can, uh, gentlemen, I'd like to go back just a little bit back to the training. Uh, you know, as I listen to you explain that, it, uh, it, it's a lot of uh, comparison to the military. It seems like uh, the dogs go through what we would call in the military as basic training and then even to uh, specialized training. Uh, and, 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 and a little bit more specifically, if you could talk about uh, the bonding process that is established, say, with a, uh, a, a, a guide dog, uh, for someone who has post-traumatic stress. And, and the third point here is, what is considered to be, uh, a dog's lifespan in service before retirement? Well, I think uh, I think you picked up that very you picked up on that very very well. <laughs> <laughs> and do they qualify for Tricare? <laughs> Dogs are uh, so and so, a choice card. <laughs> at uh, at America's Dogs, um, we, we train and lead on on the philosophy of of pack leadership. Dogs are pack animals. They work for us, and they they're with us because they respect us. And um, we have to take care of their basic needs, and we have to lead them, uh, treat them humanely. And um, with that benefit, you get you get undivided love. You know, dogs are not judgmental; they don't care where we where we're from, what color we are, what uh, how big we are, how small we are. You know, dogs are pliable, and um, and uh, they're just they're great animals. And if you treat them right, then they'll work for you. So we do, you have to start out with all of the basics. So one of the, the things we, we teach all of our dogs in the beginning, as you, as you saw, were our basic, it's good called basic obedience commands, but the truth is it's socializations. It's manners. We're teaching manners. The dogs uh, that eventually are going to be uh, placed with our veterans are going to, you know, go out in public. They're going to go to church. They're going to go to school. They're going to go to work. They're going to go to baseball games. They're going to go to um, uh, public events. And they have to have social graces, manners, and they have to um, behave safely and in accordance with the law and in accordance with the standards that are set down by the ADA and the uh, Assistance Dogs International. Um, and then as the dogs grow older, we, um, we teach them more advanced commands. And, um, and then the dogs, as the dogs are growing up, we have, we have weekly training records. We follow the dogs from puppyhood all the way to adulthood where we start working with them at the school. At 15 months of age, they're returned from the prisons to our, found, our school here at Smith, in Smithtown, New York. And that's where we start the actual form, the formal training. And we start the process of evaluating the dog and finding out if the dog is a service dog, it's going to be a guide dog, it wants to be a seizure response dog, a hearing dog, a service dog for PTSD, or a combination dog. The dogs make that decision. We don't. It's their temperament. In training, there's an old saying, you can't train temperament, and you can't. The dog is what they are, and one of, our, one of the nice parts about, and we're very proud of here, uh, is our customization. Because, so we take the temperament, physical characteristics of the dog and we match it up to the, the temperament and the physical characteristics of the person and that way we can then start custom, the customization of the training. Um, so once the dogs are returned here from, our, our, from one of our prisons, um, they return somewhere between 13 and 15 months of age. 
we have an 88-day training cycle where the, the dogs are tested in obedience, public skills, and retrieving, and at that point, they're matched up with their veteran. And um, then we custom train that dog for that veteran. You can have 10 veterans with PTSD, and every single one of them are going to need something a little bit different because dogs are different and people are different. You can't cookie-cutter train dogs and just give them to any dog matches to anybody. That's not, that's not how you do things successfully. You don't, and you always want to set up veterans and everyone for success. Um, and then what we're hoping for, I mean, these dogs are, are perfect physical specimens. Uh, they have, they're extremely healthy. They're at the, a good working weight. And uh, our lifetime is we're hoping the dog can go for a good 10 to 12 years. And, you know, some go a little bit longer, some go a little bit less. And, um, and uh, you know, it depends on the, the workability of the dog. And then uh, we, we, we also help the veterans into that retirement process. But one of the, the, the great things we have the ability to do here is uh, we have the ability to custom pick the dog for the, for the veteran and then train that dog for those tasks. Well, that's inter- interesting, uh, uh, Ken. And, and getting back uh, to something in our, in our last segment when we were talking about chefs, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this group, but we have a group here in Maryland where I am that uh, prepares and market gourmet foods for for dogs. Are you familiar <laughs> with that? Um, I'm not. No, we're not. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll have to talk to you about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, our our int when we're choosing dog foods, uh, you know, we uh, typically we feed dry diet, dry food because it's easier for our graduates to do and we're looking for a good um, very uh, high protein diet uh, good nutritional balance on the food and uh, we want it to be affordable and uh, that you know make sure that uh, our folks are feel comfortable with buying it so it's an an interesting process that we go through with that so, so I, I guess you can take that. Uh, it's not too much uh, eating high on the hog with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Uh, you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. 
Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Wells and Ken from America's Vet Dogs. Now, who would like to tell me about uh, the, the dog that's being brought up on TV? I'll take that one. Uh, we are okay. delighted to be partnering with NBC's Today. And uh, from now through December of 2017, uh Black Labrador Retriever puppy by the name of Charlie. Uh, that name was chosen uh, by the viewers of today. Uh, is being raised with one of our uh, instructors, Olivia Poff, on today, and uh, it's going to be a real glimpse into how our puppies are trained right now. Charlie's very young, but as he ages, he will be learning age-appropriate tasks. So the very things that uh, we do to train our dogs in uh, prisons and here on the campus will uh, be taught to Charlie. So he'll be learning how to retrieve, how to uh, press buttons, how to open doors, things of that nature, which are traditional service dog tasks. And we think that's going to be very interesting for the viewers. The other thing that today we'll be doing is presenting stories of our veterans that we've served and talk about the difference that their vet dogs have made in their lives and uh, you know, talk about uh, the various tasks that they do for them and, and how that improves their lives. Oh, that's fantastic. Ken, I have one question. As far as, uh, what's the main thing you look for in a puppy? I mean, he does somersaults. Uh, I mean, what, what's the main thing you look for in a puppy that qualifies to be, uh, um, you know, a, a service dog? Yeah, what we're looking for is we're looking for an outgoing personality. Uh, uh, you know, that uh, the little cartoon character, Curious George. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, if the more curious the dog is, the better we like him. You know, oh, what's that? What's going on over there? It likes to chase balls. It wants to play. It wants to interact with you. It wants to follow you around. Uh, it wants to uh, um, interact with the other puppies in the litter. You know, we're we're looking for an outgoing um, dog that uh, uh, we call informally in training. We call it a dog that offers behaviors, uh-huh. but basically, is a dog that has a really nice outgoing personality. Wow, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, um, uh, Wells, why don't you give us some information on in case we have people out there that would like to donate. Where would they go to for that? Well, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, our website is very easy, vetdogs, V-E-T-D-O-G-S dot O-R-G, vetdogs.org, and we have a great deal of information out there and, uh, of course, uh, information about making donations. Uh, you can also reach us uh, toll-free at 866-VET-DOGS, and uh, we can answer any questions there. Uh, there's also a special site related to the Today Show, which is today.vetdogs.org, and has information about the, our puppy Charlie that's being raised there as well. That's phenomenal. Now, we only do have a couple minutes left, and it was a pleasure having you both on the show today. Uh, Mr. Jones, what would you like to uh, share with our listeners in closing? Well, I think that it's our distinct honor to be able to serve veterans who have given so much to us and we all benefit from their sacrifices every day. We are delighted to be able to provide dogs that enable them to live again without boundaries and uh, that's what our dogs do. And uh, we would appreciate any financial support, of course, uh, to to help us do that. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kirsch? Well, I, for me, I think that uh, one of the, the great things about America's Vet Dogs is we are not an era-specific organization. You serve honorably, we will, we will serve you. 
I also think that uh, at every single bit of these benefits and what these what we offer here at the Guide Dog Foundation and America's Vet Dogs is at no no cost at all to the veteran. And um, I personally feel that the veterans have already paid the price. And um, and I and with our same with our first responders, they've already they've already all paid the price. And so that's why uh, I think you know for us there's no cost. Um, believe me, our first responders and our veterans. Uh, this country have already paid. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Again, you're national, so in case uh, there's somebody in California that's looking for a service dog, um, you'll work with them also. Absolutely. Uh, all across the country, and in some instances, actually internationally in Canada or uh, um, Mexico. Mm-hmm. All right. Bill? Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us on our show today. Uh, This has been an eye-opener in terms of uh, preparing these dogs for the services they provide. And uh, your service is, uh, uh, even though you're not in uniform, just like being in the uniform, and it's much appreciated. I've seen these dogs along with... uh, uh, veterans who've got uh, mental health concerns, and uh, I tell you, they are a tremendous partner for them to have in their lives and to help them to recover and maintain their day-to-day uh, uh, living uh, environment. So uh, uh, I certainly hope you'll find time uh, in the future to come back and be with us again. Love to. It would be our pleasure. Thank you, Gary and Bill. Well, why don't you go ahead and give those addresses one more time, the URLs? Sure, absolutely. Uh, www.vetdogs.org. And uh, if you want more information on our Today Show effort, today.vetdogs.org. All right. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website and syndicated on iTunes. You can also hear those archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray along with Bill, and thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly